Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. One of the things you're going to hear if you're playing at a bingo hall and you're going there regularly, or even if you're not actually, if you just go into any basic bingo hall, a lot of the time what you hear people say is, New caller! Get down! New caller! <laughs> Probably not that accent. But anyway, I always thought that was really funny, as if the caller had anything to do with the bingo numbers that you're getting. And for whatever reason, some people actually think that it does, or maybe just makes them feel better. But I, I just always think that's funny. It's like, those balls don't know. Those balls don't care who's calling the number, you know. Uh, but still, I can see when it gets really, really frustrating when every time a certain caller calls, it seems like you don't win. But yet when another caller calls, you do win. So I understand the frustration for that. I actually hadn't done that before. But I, I did feel the sentiment recently for the whole situation about having particular callers. And not because I thought the caller was giving me any kind of luck or, or you know, whether it's good or bad luck. It had nothing to do with that. But it all just had to do with how you get set in your ways for how you like things to be done. Uh, so to clarify that a little bit, one of the places that I play at, fairly re- regular, one of the places that I really like a lot, it has a nice variety of games, uh, it, the price is really reasonable, it's pretty comfortable, they have decent food, uh, the hours work for me. It's just one of the places that I really, really like to play at. And through all the time that I've been playing there, which, you know, it's not crazy, I think because of the pandemic and everything, I found this place, and it's only been uh, maybe six months that I've been playing there. But through all that time, there's only been one caller there, you know, and that person is a really nice person. And I like the way that they call, you know, nothing's perfect every now and then there's some kind of a mistake, but you know, basic, really kind of general calling procedures. Okay. Uh, Not that I haven't even with that person heard some people say new caller. But what happened recently is that person has decided to switch things up. And they brought in a new caller. And I didn't realize how unnerving that was and how set in your ways you get because this person calls in a manner that just annoys the hell out of me, okay? Uh, uh, they just don't do procedures when they're calling the same way the other person is calling uh, does. And I know that that's kind of a vague statement, so I'll give you a couple of examples, okay? The one example is a lot of times there are games, uh, there's a strip game called Odd, Odd Even, or there's another one called Even Stevens, okay? So for Odd Evens, they're only going to call the odd numbers, Right, so the bingo caller is only going to call the odd numbers, and that's what you're trying to mark out. You're trying to cover all of the odd numbers, and vice versa. There's another uh, strip that's called Even Stevens, and same thing, just reverse. You're only going to mark out the even numbers. So you're you're watching the thing, and they're pulling the numbers, and the caller is only going to call the ones that are necessary, right? So if you're only looking for even numbers, she's just going to call even numbers. If you're just looking for odd numbers, she's only going to call odd numbers. But when the other caller is calling, they will show you the odd numbers or the even numbers that, the, that they're not calling. If, you know, So even though you don't need them, you can see the numbers. They'll go even, even, odd, odd, whatever, and they'll just throw it away and you don't see it. And, the, and they call the numbers that you do need so, they, so you can see it. And um, this person doesn't do that. 
they just call the numbers that are either the even ones or the odd ones. And it doesn't seem like that's a big problem, but sometimes the caller actually makes a mistake. And I've seen that happen where they've tossed a ball that they didn't think was the right one. And it's, it's, it's a mind thing. I mean, they're doing so many numbers. It's so easy for them to make that kind of mistake. You know, they're just kind of going blah, 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 and they don't even notice they've done that. And if they've done it and you don't know because they never showed the ball, then you might miss out on a bingo. The, the, either the even number or the odd number that they're not showing might be the number that you needed. So that absolutely <laughs> drives me crazy. And I'm going to speak to them about that. Other people have mentioned it too, because uh, people are human and they make mistakes. So just to keep track of that, that's the reason you show the balls in the first place. So you can actually verify those numbers. So that's one thing that this person does that, you know, just makes me uh, lose my mind. And the other thing that, that this person does, they're, like I said, they're new to calling at this location. They're really very experienced. So, so props to them. They don't seem to get really frazzled. They just, you know, take kind of comments from people yelling new caller or whatever, and, and they stay pretty calm. So I really respect that. That's great. And that's wonderful because bingo can get really hectic and people can get really crazy when they're trying to win this money. And make no mistake, people are really trying to win that money because bingo ain't free. And one little mistake can make the difference between winning a bingo and not winning a bingo. You know, and there's always kind of little caveats and so on that goes with these games. And what this person doesn't do is she really hasn't paid full attention to what some of those little caveats are. Like people know that sometimes when you're playing a game, um, let's say it's four bingos. Well, is it four bingos anywhere or is it four bingos on the same card? Okay, now that's a really simple one and they don't really mess that up. But there's some other ones that are like that. It's like when you're playing some of the games, the question is, can you use the free space or can you not use this free space? Uh, uh, is it a stamp? Can the stamp be anywhere or does it have to be a corner stamp? Uh, if it can be anywhere, is it anywhere a hard way or like I said, anywhere where you can also use the free space? Also, what's unusual about this particular location is when they play the double action coverall, they call the reverse numbers, okay? So whenever they call uh, B15, then you can also mark G51, okay? So they do whatever the reverse number is, so you have two numbers that you have the opportunity to dob. So that's something that's very unusual and specific to this location and is really kind of important to know. I mean, it sounds silly, but those little details can make a really big difference sometimes. And I just don't feel like this new caller is uh, really paying attention to detail. And I guess because I'm so used to that being there, and I know that some people come in, they're new, and they don't know that. They don't realize that there is a little uh, bit of extra information that you need that hasn't been given, that people can miss a bingo on that. So that absolutely drives me crazy. I get it. This is a new person, and they're trying to learn, but it just makes me lose my freaking mind. You know, one of the other things also to keep in mind when you're talking callers, and I don't know if this is specifically should be connected to the caller as it is to the location. So let's say calling, okay? So it isn't the particular caller. It's the bingo hall or the locations, whether it's a casino or a bingo hall. It's their style of calling. And let me tell you, there are a ton of styles of calling. And you really have to know because it makes a huge difference. I think I mentioned one time uh, in an earlier podcast about a, one of the places that I was playing and uh, these two ladies came in. Uh, one was a little older and one was a little younger, so it might have been mother, daughter, whatever, but there was an age difference. And they came in and they came in 
after the bingo game had started. And so that already puts you at a disadvantage. So they came in, clearly had never been there before, and they got their packs and they sat down and then they tried to catch up. And it was really difficult for them because in this particular place, the calling is fast. Okay, It's just, you know, it's not insanely fast, but it is fast. And if you don't know, and you're trying to understand, and they have different patterns going on, and you don't have the time in between to ask questions, and there's really nobody there to help you, then that makes it really super difficult. And you need to know that you need to know before you go someplace or get there early enough to find out what the calling pattern is. Uh, Again, I think I've mentioned this before, you know, like I said, in this place, you need to be able to really just do, uh, if you're going to go there, start out with maybe one or two packs and nothing more. I, I actually saw the other day somebody do four packs at this place, which was an absolutely insane. I don't know how they did it because it calls so fast. Uh, But in contrast, there is a place that I like to go to and they call super slow. I mean, they call, you can take a nap in between numbers, okay? They call so slow that you could play, you know, four, five, six, seven packs. And I've actually seen many people do that at that location, which is great if you like to do that. I would, you know, to some degree that obviously increases your chances. I like that place because it makes it a lot more relaxed. You're not rushing, you're not stressing, you're just kind of doing your thing and enjoying it, you know, and hopefully getting a bingo. Um, There's another place that's really famous for being fast. Uh, I will actually say the name. That is the Bingo Club in um, Southern California. And that place was notorious. I mean, it would go so fast, like lightning fast. And I remember the first time I went there... You could buy these packs of 25 games, okay? Uh, They also had it where you could buy sheets. But anyway, so I bought these two packs, and I was just wrecked. (laughs) I mean, these people went so fast, I could barely get my dauber out before they were on to the next game. It's just super fast. And it's known for being super fast. So that's, like I said, that's something that you need to have uh, in your knowledge before you go to a place like that. So it's really interesting to me, you know, the level of calling between places, because there's some that are super fast, like I just mentioned. There are some that are super slow. And I guess there are some that are moderate. So what is it like Goldilocks and the Three Bears? You got your super fast, you got your super slow, and you got, I guess you're just right. You actually have to be the person who determines what's the just right for you. But certainly things to keep in mind. Hopefully you can find a place that calls at just the right speed for you and a bingo caller who calls the numbers that help you win time and time again. Okay, the review of my past two weeks playing bingo. Not much to write home about. I did get another instant. I got another 250 instant. I forget which game that was. No, it's not true. I do remember. It was off of a Lucky Cat pull tab, which was a nice surprise. I love that when you're doing that and all of a sudden something pops up and says, money, 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 you know, so that was 250 And that was really the, the biggest win that I've had for uh, the past two weeks since my last podcast. Uh, that was it, you know, and that's good. I'm not knocking that. 250 is 250 and it was wonderful. I enjoyed that, and uh, I used that to play some more bingo, which is what I always do. But still, I was really anticipating a much bigger win, to be honest, because um, one of the locations that I play at uh, is called Bosco Tech, and they had this thing. They don't do it all the time, but they had this thing where they played 40 strips, okay? That's a lot of strips, 
40 strips. I think we started like something like uh, 4.30 or something in the afternoon. I don't think we got out of there till past 11. It took forever. But you're feeling pretty good too. 40 strips. And I'm not going to lie, I bought two of each strip. So I had 80. And I was feeling good. It's like you got to feel pretty positive that you're going to win something. And the minimum payout on them for the first 20 games, they paid $750. And for the second 20 games, they paid $1,000. And, you know, I just was so sure that I was going to win something and got close. As you know, many, many times you get close. You just need that one number. They'll call 15 numbers and they won't call your number. And that happened to me so many times that night. It was absolutely ridiculous. But uh, so, yeah, I was really hopeful uh, in my friends, too. I had friends there that night. But yeah, none of us want a dime. Uh, I'd like to say I had a good time and I did to a certain point. But toward the end there, you're just so tired. It was such a long day. I think if they do that again, they should probably limit it to maybe 30 strips uh, because that that was just so many. But anyway, it was a good time, you know. It's always nice to be playing bingo, but I do wish that I had won a little bit more over these past couple of weeks. We'll see, you know, onward and upward. And I'm looking forward to the big bingo tournament coming up in Las Vegas. Uh, that's in the middle of March. Now that's for a lot of money, and that's for several games of bingo. And I will absolutely give you the update on that. I played that before and didn't want to dime, but I had such a good time. I'm really looking forward to doing it again. And I know the rope's kind of a little better. I know how to position myself and kind of increase my odds. (laughs) We'll see how that works out. It would really be great to win one of those games just because I've played so many of those tournaments, uh, you know, little competitions or whatever, and I've never won one of those, which is kind of funny. But uh, yeah, not that funny. So anyway, fingers crossed. I'm really hoping that I can go to that tournament and win something. Even if I split it with like 10 people, I don't care. I just would really be tickled to win something in one of those tournaments. So you will find out one way or the other what happens, okay? Uh, Anyway, as always, thank you so much for joining me on The Broke Bingo Addict. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you will check me out on TikTok. I got to do better on my Instagram, but absolutely take a look at us there and on Facebook. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. Take care. It's not a game. It's a red stick.